gab and I cannot believe it's been a full year of me doing this and before anyone says yes technically the official episode dropped May 1st second whatever of last year but when you think about it I put out the trailer April 22nd so it is a full year of me talking into the mic and you guys listening so thank you thank you very much and you know uh monday mood is my cat that's just hanging out over here maybe you can see her maybe you can't she's probably trying to escape the room right now because i've been making a lot of noise and we all know how great that is as you can see though there has been a lot of ups and downs technical difficulties i will be playing back for you in a strange way, kind of like a clip show of how bad my audio started to where it is now. So yeah, we will not be re-listening to everything or re-watching everything, but we will be getting down to business with, you know, the highlights or whatever you want to call it. And I think that that is great. I also want to talk about how Mother's Day is coming up. And if you have not given a gift for mom yet, that's okay. You still got time. It's, I'm pretty sure May 14th. So we've, we can do this. If you're a last minute shopper, it's okay. I have currently been trying to figure out my next step from here. And you know, when you're someone who's also not on the most expensive end, it is okay to still just buy a card, a coffee card. Here's what I'm going to just say not gonna say because mom matters okay mom matters so much especially to me she's my best friend i was just gonna say mom <laughs> my mom is a very simplistic person so i'm gonna take a page for you know anyone who's kind of like who's got a mom like renee so we are gonna do for here five things quickly and then, yeah, get into some of the highlight reels of what has happened and just kind of, you know, what I've done and grown as as a person. I know I kind of talked about, touched on it last week, but I think that, you know, it's okay to put it out there and some of the goals that I'll have for this next year coming up. Because again, not a lot of people make it for 50 episodes or even a year. And even though I have not gotten a review yet or anything, we can still, we can still do whatever. There's a lot of time for more. So yeah, that's, yeah. So let's start and get into the five things that I think that people could look at to get for their mom for Mother's Day if you're on a budget. Gift cards. Okay, look, I know that there people can say, oh my god, not another gift card. But here's the thing coffee coffee is life and for anyone who has a mom or a working mom like i do you know exactly what's going on and what they need so they're probably making a trip to starbucks duncan caribou whatever you guys have so i think that that's good 10 to 30 bucks is enough and i know people will say that that still doesn't seem that loving but that's okay there are other times of the year, whether it be birthday, whether it be Christmas, holiday, whatever. So yeah, it does kind of come up. And I know I struggle with that too. Also books, 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 or, you know, going back to that gift card. I know gift cards there. Why are you mentioning? Because you can get a gift card for even like a place like Barnes and Noble. So 
but yes books are are amazing or you know you could give her make her her favorite meal or get a takeout I don't know that she really likes so there are three options you can go on Amazon and order her something like from their wide variety etc you can get I mean I don't know if anybody is a dual citizen but I've got my mom a lot of dual citizen stuff along the way she and I are both citizens of Luxembourg now so we're working through that so t-shirts can run cheap so something like that or even a neon sign I know not everyone might like that but hey a neon sign can cost anywhere between like 10 and 60 bucks I'm not saying one way or another but that would be a unique and nice gift so I think I got through my five things right there right then so there you go there are some very interesting different types of things or you can always do like sewing knitting I don't know there are a wide again variety of things you can do for mom so let's get into kind of just what my plans are for this year after we watched all those clips and god dang those audios <laughs> yeah so we are gonna do that where I came from where I started we're gonna watch all those clips coming up but yeah I am proud of myself that I continuously do this this is hard work and I want to say again it is not for the faint of heart so I give you guys all out there who are doing this especially by yourself a big round of applause and this is not me being sarcastic if it feels that way I completely understand but you know I've been enjoying this this year also just you know finally being able to be confident when I talk about my dyslexia my ADHD my all my crazy things and just you know working towards something I got my resume together for my actors access today it was really good so you know continuing with that work but what are my goals for you know 2023 2024 podcast edition of Gen Z yeah okay so obviously I want more of I'd love to hear more of a review, what people think, what they like, dislike. I'm going to be trying to do Q&As more often. I want to grow a community more. So those are some of my goals as well as weekly gabs where I talk to you on Instagram Live. I'm going to try to do that. So those are some of my goals. You tell me how you feel about those. There is going to be a Patreon, like I said, every week, but maybe I'll go on now and do some Q&As so that we can really connect. So there's that. And you know what? I will never stop talking about Grey's Anatomy, especially with this week's episode. Gosh, is it really, 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 is it Gen Z Gab if I don't fucking talk about it? No. And plus, it's so interesting how, you know, it's like this revival inside of a actual show that kept going. And you know what? As the world turns, as all those weird soap operas are still going... Do I think that it still should not be a soap opera? Yeah. Or night soap opera. You get, you name it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but we will work on that because i think that it's just kind of interesting to see how long it runs and it's running like the simpsons okay like nobody thought the simpsons would be on its like 35th season and i'm you know it's coming around again but do i truly think that again griffith and adam should wind up together no do i see again the whole thing of april yes but are you glad spy spoiler alert that you know he at least said he couldn't do it even if he has feeling whatever or just feels uncomfortable about the whole situation yes and here's why he needs to learn from his aunt mare okay there is so much stuff going on i also like the friendships developing Mika needs to get some help with the burnout. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. I am so glad that Helm stood up for her. Can Helm get out of that bar just because? Do we know what's going to happen? No. Do I feel like Luna's new storyline is amazing? Yes. Are you about Joe Link? Not really. Are you about a lot of these recycled storylines? Again, not really. But do you like hearing about what could potentially happen for our next season of Grey's Anatomy? Yes, because we have to end it on that sweet special spot of 20 seasons. If it's at least gonna do that, maybe it'll go longer. I don't know. Are you concerned about what's the at stakes? Yep. And yeah, so there's so much going on. But can I just say how excited I am? Station 19 finally answered my question of whether or not they are getting a season 7. And they just got a season 7. Why did you make me wait so long? Why? And also that creepy stalker storyline last night on Grey's, that made my heart like go, uh, uh, uh. By the way, the parallels, yes, you will be able to see. yeah enough about me here on that little you know long tangent can i just say though again one of the things i love all the cast but adeline kane's tiktoks have always been very very relatable to me because of how irish i am as well like 30 plus percent and she always talks about the irish exit and you know what I can't wait to do a lot of those this summer. <laughs> yeah, great. Because uh, we know that summer and spring are coming up. So, you know, we'll be livelier, friendlier. There'll be more things to talk about. We are getting out of that winter slump. So, and into that summertime sunshine. Not sadness. We are not going to do have that summertime sadness. Summertime sadness comes more when the winter blues begin or the fall a fatal you know maybe not maybe not the best way to put it also i'm super excited for only murders in the building season three also quick before we you know divulge into the whole series of sarah let's see how far you've come let's see how far my audio testing has come or whatever uh, so we are gonna be talking about the Webby Awards. Okay, if you have not voted yet, do so. Go to Jesse Williams. Yes, another Grey's Anatomy person, but 
he does way more and he's also been a history teacher like i said some of them had real jobs before they acted and acting is a real job i just say that because sometimes i feel like when you're talking about it with your family blah 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 blah, blah everything goes and like shit hits the fan so we gotta do this but it's it is what it is and we are working on it so that being said jesse williams has a webby award with a bunch of other creators and why it's important to hold people accountable and with all the issues going on you know exactly so go and look at jesse williams post i think he posted it wednesday ish tuesday and just go and vote for them on the webby awards there's so many others, obviously, to do, too, but that one's very important, and we need to get traction. Well, I mean, I bet it already has a lot of traction, but you know, you know. So, yeah. Uh, let's get into the blooper. Bloopers or audio clips that maybe shouldn't have aired. Basically, my editing skills were lacking. What's up? This is Sarah G, and I am bringing you a whole new podcast called Gen Z Gab. I am your host, and I will be talking about everything and anything, from being a revolving nester, as my family would say, to pop culture. And unlike most podcasts right now happening, I will not be giving you unsolicited advice. Trust me, if you are like me, you are getting enough of that already. Another reason I'm doing this podcast is because I heard it might be good or therapeutic for me. Plus, I've always dreamed of having a podcast blog and blogs, whatever you may have. I know it's cliche, especially this day and age. If you grew up in the mid-2000s, you probably remember iCarly, Fred, all those kind of scenes. And now that I've introduced a little bit about myself, aside from being a 20-something-year-old who has no idea what she's doing with her life, I cannot wait for you guys to hear the full new episode premiering May 2nd. Let's gab soon. And can you answer this one question I've been dying to hear about uh, Snoop? Because he was dancing like your typical dad. Is he one of those, like, secretly in disguise dads that seem cool but at the end of the day he's just like the rest of ours because when I saw him in uh, the show and in the clips he's like doing like this weird like I, I have no moves and we all think of him as this really cool rapper and forget that he has four kids of his own yeah no I actually didn't get a chance to meet with him or talk with him unfortunately so I can't speak to that yeah. Um, but I did get to meet Kelly Clarkson and she was so down to earth and yes. so normal and nice and kind. And it was a great time chatting with her. I also forgot my pop mic thing cover condenser, but you know what? I'm all plugged in. Everything works. I'm, I'm a, like a good welker away from the microphone. This is what my, um, teacher likes to talk about when he, I do voiceover. So as long as I'm not just screaming directly into the mic, and as long as I got the condenser stuff on, I think we'll be good. Double checking that everything's in order. But yeah, I'm just going to talk for the next 20 or so minutes about, you know, my pet peeves and everything. 
that's going on in my life. Maybe you'll relate to it. Maybe you won't. Who knows? And yes, I get it that there's some echo. I'm still working through a lot of things right now. So yeah. All right. So as many people try to understand is that, you know, you're 20 something year old, you thought your life would be so much different than it actually is. And I'm here to tell you that regardless of quarantine or anything, I think that a lot of people would be in the same boat. Because if you're like me with ADHD, and yes, I keep reminding ADHD because there's there are certain types, there's certain ranges, so on and so forth. But <laughs> so there we are just learning about everything um, as we get older. And I've actually found, like, again, Carly Shay is pretty relatable in the senses of that a little bit different. Her whole start, she's kind of kicked it off, and then now she's going back and reimagining, redefining. But what I mean by the fact that I can handle, like, it's better now that they can actually fully swear than like fake the words because thing are you watching those tv shows from when you're young and you like have those inappropriate or whatever jokes go over your head or different words for different things like chiz and all that stuff uh it's i'm thinking it's better just to say like you shit repeat or you know you did number one or two like it could have been that like they came up with new words and then i actually remember saying that mom and it's like hysterical but like the fact of the matter is i don't understand like i do understand you don't sound like a lady if you do that okay well okay skunk bag was one of the words that they used early on in iCarly. So what's up everyone? This is Sarah G and it is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. It is seven, seven episodes. So we're going forward with it. Today, uh, Monday mood is the biggest one, but we are going to be talking about scene double. Scene Double is a band that's uh, got some 70 vibes in the, in the sense of, like, kind of folksy. In the sense of, like, kind of folksy, but not, like, 70s rock. But they opened for Brooke. Brooke Alex, yes. In the sense of, like, kind of folksy, but not, yes, I mentioned her a majority of times in this podcast. Bye. They're amazing, and I know I should get to see you soon, someday. Uh, yeah, so I do. I really miss you. I appreciate you. Thank you for always supporting me. Dad, same thing goes for you. Thank you for the humor and the obsession with Ted Lasso I would not have without you. As well as, furthermore, finally, my favorite other person, Papa. Thank you so much for just being you always believing in me and being so sweet to me and thank you i know this is kind of funny but uh for being irish and giving me the tanning ability because nobody believes that irish people can tan and we get dark so thank you for that and anyone that thinks that that's a weird comment trust me i'm thankful for the good skin the good features my dad always goes to me you should thank me for your good looks um i think i should thank it, the man who gave him the good looks. So there we go. <laughs> so aside from that, I'm going to actually be talking about stuff that I don't usually talk about because 
we are here. We are ready. And I worked this weekend, so I was really, really happy. I recorded something on Thursday. I was not so great with the technical and whatever that went along with it. I felt like I was rambling. Another behind the scenes that will be mentioned on the Patreon account, just kind of why I state that, you know, a lot of these clips will be just used more in behind the scenes settings because I figured out how to do that. And I've just decided it makes more sense. So as I'm recording on two different things right now, my laptop and my phone, I'm hoping to see if I have different angles. So yeah, here's the little production type side bar for the Patreon users. This is my little home studio. As you can see, I'm kind of balancing things all together in my room because even though the room has a slight echo, it's easier to understand or comprehend. I don't know. But the point is that each day I'm getting better and better with my audio, regardless of what people say or think. And so we are here. It's balanced. It's beautiful. We'll get through it. And yes, I might get some feedback here and but it is Gen Z Gab where I talk about raw, unedited moments of my life, your life. Who knows? If it can help just one person, that's that that's great. But I'm just here doing me. Uh, but anyway, I worked at my usual cookie stand that I work for every summer for the great get-together that is um, state fairs. Uh, if anyone's listening to me, this is today post-injury where I'm feeling great. People will go, what do you mean injury? Well, see, the thing is, I, now this is me, the kid, if you're listening to this, just know I was just more mad because it hurt like hell. And I really wanted to keep everything in as everyone heard it. I really did not want to swear at you. I, if fucking hurt and i am glad i kept everything in because the last thing i articulate this because i've been really angry this week and i'm gonna have a lot of opinions and you know what shut the hell up if you don't want to listen to this turn it off because it's gonna be controversial but you know what this is an issue near and dear to my heart and after years and years and years of brainwashing that a lot of people will agree with or a lot of misunderstanding because they went to fucking private school. I'm not saying that the public school system is great. And people, you know what? I'm just not going to talk about school. That's a different day. But we are getting into it because I am so fucking tired of this shit. And I'm nervous about doing this podcast today, doing this talk about what it is. But it needs to be said. It needs to be said. And it needs for We don't need to know every little thing. Gossip is... Yes, what runs our country in some ways, but this is like so to the point where it's worse than just your high school finding out. So that's kind of my takeaway from my whole week that I've been feeling as well as just kind of not understanding anymore how much uh, of our society and mass consumerism has taken over as well as what certain people believe in more than don't and that I think that just the entitlement of our whole society needs to change let's gab soon leave your comments likes and subscriptions down below I hope you enjoyed this we'll catch you next time this has been an episode of Gen Z Gab 
those things, which I know is really random that I'm talking about. But that's kind of my takeaway from it all is that as well as the fact that just kind of funny how, um, you know, people can say they've worked hard and long, but it's good to see that these people are still constantly working as we remember them from certain iconic roles, but they know more than that. And I think that that just shows that even if you're kind of like struggling in between years, but you're always going back and forth and doing what you love. So there's that. And I kind of wanted to touch on that because that's like conversations I had within my family when they started to ask me, what do you want to do with your life? Like, okay, bold question, because I don't really know. And I know people are just curious, but it's kind of like I'm doing a lot of freelancing, self-employed stuff. And it's great until it's just kind of like you're doing what you got to do and you're trying to make money, march on survival. And I think that that gets a little tricky when you really think about it because it's like, uh, okay, you guys don't get it because of the other generation. But the whole Gen Z millennial thing that I'm going to touch on a lot today is because Again, I'm Gen Z, even though I'm in the beginning, I'm Gen Z, and talking to my millennial cousins and family member, slash then, like, the Gen X, and then Uber, silent generation, whatever, I don't really know where some of my family members line up, honestly. It's just so funny, because, again, uh, I had an incident with, like, my oldest cousin, not incident, but he was going about, him and his wife were talking about how many different, um, songs I could name by various bands and I could name a, I could name three like at least that you know that got them those solid points and I actually love Good Charlotte I don't know why I was blanking on the beach when we were trying to figure out things because I actually hadn't been drinking like I only had one drink like I really didn't drink as much as usual maybe because of other things but it's so funny and what I'm trying to say is that I know Lifestyle of a Famous, the anthem, and I don't want to be in love. And there's so many more, but those are the ones. And, yeah, he's like, name more than three. Well, again, I did Fallout Boy pretty well. You realize how much of their stuff, like, now there's secrets coming out that you're like, okay, I'm glad I wasn't actually, yeah. you know, as attached. I will say, and that this is something where a big piece of it is, as we have this immense need to succeed and hit all these milestones in our 20s, a lot of people themselves to make these choices, to make these commitments, and to do these things in their 20s that they actually really shouldn't be. Yep. They're so intent on, I have to do this, I have to succeed. And then you end up finding out in their 30s, like, actually miserable. Made those choices, like, they may have gotten into a marriage too soon. Uh-huh. Took the job that was, that they really didn't want to do, but they felt like, but this is going to put me in the right space to do all this other shit that I want to do, but it's not actually what I want to do, but I mm-hmm. do this. Um, or they are um, going to sign away to maybe an agent or a manager who is going to take full advantage of that. Uh, there's just so much shit. And I and I really, I do think as a society is 
um, to let go of those expectations and to allow in the same way we kind of like are like, let kids be kids. Yeah. Let 20 year olds be 20 year olds. Okay. I can't, there's just something about the whole, like, which I know is the whole, but the whole thing about the elevator stuff, it made me neurotic about elevators for the longest time. Now, again, I've talked about having OCD in the past and it was way worse as a kid. I've slowly kind of worked my way and coped with it a lot better. But it is funny when I actually mention some of that stuff to my parents. And just so you know, yeah, I've had an intake. I've had all this stuff. Again, it's it's that it is funny. I know that there's a lot of overlaps with other neurodivergences, but I just want to make it clear when people sometimes say, you might have this, you might have that. There's so many stuff. And I wanted to also acknowledge for anyone out there that is self-diagnosing themselves, you are valid. I see you. I accept you. I just wanted to say that uh, slowly when you start to talk about a lot of these, you know, similar and different things, it's suddenly like, do we all have all of this stuff? I just wanted to acknowledge that for a second because somebody said, oh, um, they used to and they have something else and etc. And then that's where my brain starts spiraling. But no, anyway, going back to the whole thing with Tower of Terror, the problem is that, you know, with OCD, a lot of times it has to do with cleanliness, which is true, or something being contaminated or or just an irrational anxious fear, which again was why for a while they also thought, which I think I do have generalized anxiety. Again, all this stuff goes kind of hand in hand, but it's hard to say kind of what exactly, and I've been doing more research anyway with the whole dyslexia and ADHD stuff with how my brain works and how I'm just probably more prone to the whole OCD, anxiety, depressional things like a lot of people, but I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. That's We'll save that for later. But the whole thing was that you know, everyone loves being scared and such, but the problem when you have things like ADHD and like autism, etc., sometimes we take things a little too literally. And with ADHD, it's like your fight or flight sometimes happens and activates, and then the anxiety, or it was the OCD. I can't really figure out which one it was. Maybe it was both of them. But the problem was it just made it too hard for me to be on that specific I just get too much in my head about it because it's like, and I know, like, again, I've been in enough, you know, therapy to do the tools and stuff. And I know, like, again, my family's been very good at, like, having me take a step back, figuring out why. But it's just kind of frustrating because, like, I know a lot of people love this ride. I know that, you know, Tower of Terror was almost taken down and that, you know, it became a big deal. So then it stopped the whole destruction stuff. So that being said, it's just one one of those uh it made me really terrible this text exchange between her and her grandpa her grandpa unfortunately passed away on friday and if you've been following her you understand the whole deal but anyway just please keep her and her family in your thoughts i really enjoyed it especially because again it was another thing that helped me get through my own grandpa's death and yeah so i just thought to mentioned that in the beginning and I think about a lot of people just you know connecting through the internet and not everything is like mystical magical connection 
besties, but I do think that, you know, you do start to connect through people a little bit, even if they're just acquaintances. And I do think that a, even for a stranger, just a message, I'm thinking of you helps out a lot. And I wanted to get into as I start this is that speaking of grandpas, I have my grandpa still around that I text and he makes me laugh so much because the thing is that he is like the sweetest man alive aside from this. But when he texts me, he now says, do you know that you can speak into the phone? Like, Things that him and my other grandpa used to get excited about with technology is just so pure. And I wanted to mention that because it can put a smile on my face easily. And I know that it was a little bit sad what I just started out with. So I wanted to kind of consider like thinking of like the small things. It's the small things that make a lot of these people happy. And you think about the world, how different of a world they grew up in compared to now. And I think about even my complaints, which are valid. Like again, your emotions and complaints are valid, but I just think about the stories that he slowly started to tell me about growing up, and I think to myself, okay, yeah, you grew up in a different time, you were doing a different thing, and now you're just sharing it all this wisdom with me, but, you know, you go from where he lives in the moment and says, why can't you just live in the moment, and I think to myself, because, well, Grandpa, uh, Papa, you, you grew up in the generation before boomers, so I don't really know, but I'm just like, again, I'm five generations younger plus than you. I'm almost six, so I can't tell you, but there was a lot of decades that happened and that's still evolving. And I probably will. What I've realized is that there is going to probably be, you know, a moment where I wind up like that later in life. And you start to wonder when that is. Cause I constantly am saying how old I feel. But then I start to see like what I've been talking about with some of my guest hosts, etc. You see that that's not all it is. And you're still young. I also know that the Wizards of Waverly Place podcast premieres today, and that was my childhood, in case anyone's listening from that. I also know that if there's a between rewatching with the cast of Wizards, that and listening to this, I understand. I mean, I still hope that you'd listen to my podcast, but I completely see. I mean, everything is not what it seems, and let's face it, I'm going to be tuning into that as well, so that'll be cool. Again, I really love Jennifer Stone, how she's, like, managed to combat her autoimmune disease, something that, you know, I can understand and she went to school to be a nurse now and she's still acting like she's got it I mean she doesn't have it all figured out but she's got a lot going for her and you know I mention a lot of critiques about some people on here and again I'm sorry but again this is how I see it as an outside perspective person but again I do admire you know the vulnerable podcast for talking about these kind of topics and again Chrissy Carlson Romano and Allison Stoner are doing a great job at spreading that awareness Allie and AJ also talked about it recently on a podcast child startup and I think that we really do need to listen to them like Mom Uncharted said about what childhood fame does to you now again some of them did probably at first want to follow the trends of like making an Instagram for their kid but then privatizing them which is so great I also noticed Michael 
Yo did the same thing for his kid. Now, I didn't want to go and follow it, but I just sometimes look to see, like, which accounts are private versus public because I'm trying to see which ones, you know, are protected because we need to consider that when you look at all these new influencer kids, Gen Alpha, Honey Badger kids. And I wasn't going to spend a lot of time on this, but again, because I follow so many of those accounts that talk about child exploitation and influencer culture for younger family vlog type people, I just consider taking that all in and reassuring, like, and I always question myself kind of how much, because there's other accounts that I follow, whether it be bilingualism or, or something like that, where I'm trying to make sure, like, as how much is too much are they showing up their kid? And it's not at all work out, but I don't know. And I'm very freaked out right now because the last thing I need is more things to spend money on that I don't already have, that I've already spent money on for other things. And, you know, just trying to get by as you can see, and as I've talked about with multiple people, and it's just, again, so frustrating. It's not like saying it's tough to be me and all that stuff or poor, poor me. It's just the reality of trying to do everything. And when people talk about self-made, this is what self-made looks like. And it sucks a lot of the time, but you just, you just got to keep moving forward like Disney said, and I know Disney has its own issues, but if we keep moving forward, then, then the payoff may eventually happen. Obviously not as quick as we would want it. And, yes. But that's kind of where I'm at. I also, though, have found myself multiple moments this, this week with trying to figure out what's going on with my computer. That's why the YouTube vlog version of my episode 37 has not come out yet because it's just been a roller coaster and I don't know what my next step is. So so we just we just keep everything everything that I do here aside from, you know, a list of things that I do for you know, planning for a podcast, pretty much everything in my life is improvised now. So, yeah, we're good there. Also, I need to clean, I need to do all this stuff, and I just don't have the executive function for that. Speaking of which, my dad and I had an interesting conversation, and I very rarely want to talk about my parents, but as a, see, I complained about my mom with the list, but here's here here it is, Dad, even though you probably don't want me to say this, but he and I were talking about ADHD and family stuff earlier today, and you know what? I actually, though, know... I'm going to say this. Yes, people are going to go on and on and on and on and on about a Miley should have played Daisy Jones. And yes, I kind of see that. I see that in a variety of like, but maybe she didn't apply, etc. And, you know, who knows who really rewrites the songs. And yes, I should do more research, blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't mean anything really because it's like it's between the king and a queen of music. And the queen, I should just say, the queen, which is Dolly. But the point is that you get two sets of Nepo babies, plus Camila 
is played by Camila Marrone, who's also uh, Al Pacino, and she has her own, like, family, Argentina family, acting, all that stuff, modeling. And she's very good, don't get me wrong. But she's Al Pacino's stepdaughter. Like, are we not going to talk about who else is? And I'm not saying that they're not good. Again, other people who have worked hard, but I'm just pointing out all these people, like, trying to go hate, 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 hate. It's like, do you not know? And by the way, the most recent version of The Climb just healed my inner child that Miley did. So, yeah, that was kind of just more of my two cents on the thing, because I was just getting so mad earlier when I was hearing about it, and I kind of go, okay, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're not going to pit this against each other when you have two three very talented people and yes Sarah I know I complain yes I'm talking about myself in the third place person but there's a difference between yes you get more connection and whatever but when you have really the raw talent like these guys do and are decent and like you know in a lot of other ways it's like eh, okay yeah you can't get too mad also I want to talk about quickly before we wrap up the whole resurgence of Hunger Games and like where people are breaking down a lot of things, especially in Women's History Month, and I think it's amazing. And please, drum roll, please. Jack Whitehall. Why? Because he drove, not flew. He drove instead of a forty-five minute plane ride to see his his willing and adoring fans. Me, 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 for uh, his Jack Arse, or Jack Ask, tour. And yes, this is for anybody watching the um, video version or the vidcast. Yes, I am. I'm showing my VIP right here, right now. So it's so cool. It was so fun. He's so nice. I mean, obviously I only got like two minutes to five minutes with him, but there were 40 other people. We all got the same ish experience and he was phenomenal. He was super great. He was super hilarious. Even my mom who never really heard of him thought it was hilarious. It is hilarious though, as people will. And I know I'm using a lot of hilarity and it's ironic because his mom is named Hillary, but he, yeah, he's so nice. And I love it when I meet a person that I look up to slash that I, you know, adore from afar, you know, be an actual nice person because we've all been burned by influencers. We've all been burned by other content creators. Again, it's not just LA and you've heard him talk about it too in his own stand-up materials. So yeah, that's where we all are at. Again, Withering Whitehalls, if you are listening to this, you raised a wonderful person. And I know I'm laughing at this because I can just see Michael Whitehall rolling his eyes. And yes, I know I'm that much of a fan. I love Travels with my father. I will give him a nod because I was one of the few people that did kind of a, was hoping that, you know, you were behind the curtain at our show. And yeah. But Jack did phenomenal. He was hilarious. He... He really played up with the bits with us, and it was just great. I love his cavadoo that he has a name, Coco and Coco. What is up, everyone? This is Sergi, and it is Gen Z Gap. Let's get into it. So, I have had a very interesting week. I got to see Brooke 
who we had on the podcast earlier this actually last year almost yeah it's been a year uh so if you're curious about who brooke is or haven't really listened to it which is fine go and check out on gen z gab the brooke alex episode two it is amazing how much production factor changes over time i'm just gonna say that quickly about myself included because I have been working tooth and nail to really figure out what to do. It has been a learning curve and I am glad for anyone who's been with me. I can take bad feedback, whatever. I just meant that it was really funny because I really don't get much and I realize I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to this and giving myself criticism. And yeah, I don't know much more than that. The problem is that I'm also annoyed right now with the possible TikTok takeover and we all know how fun that's going to be for a variety of things. Nobody ever lets Chew finish. Like, oh my fucking God, let the man finish. You people in Congress need to really consider what you're asking because what you're asking isn't even anything. It's a motherfucking train wreck, what you are asking. It's a little bit just not good, man. I I don't know what else to say. It just felt really wrong and all. Like, what did I watch yesterday? Really, what did I So, yeah, that was just... Enjoy me making fun of myself there, because uh, I was not making fun of myself, but you guys can make fun of me. I, I totally, especially if there are any actual, like, real, like, heritage speakers out there, please make fun of me. I'm okay with that. I know that sounds weird, but just, yeah, go for it. I just know that I put an extra R on the palabras, but that was because I learned from Rico, from Moises Arias on um disney channel yep that's i feel like how a lot of gen zers elder gen zers learned how to roll their r's like i've mentioned in the past so it's just been really great i do want to talk one more time quickly about you know accounts instagram accounts like i was talking about before but the funniest part about instagram accounts are that i think i should be talking about pet accounts that i love like the dodo etc but the funniest part is that i also fall celeb i think to make the perfect ideal change in the industry in casting it, it starts well before casting it's it's hiring writers in the writing room to tell the appropriate story from the actual perspective not someone who's just well studied in autism right. um the same well like you we need to hire black writers and black showrunners right like black was story. a show yeah and whatever it is like so it starts there and then everybody on that project including the network or the studio or the whoever we all need to be on the same page that mm-hmm. it's going to be a harder search maybe to find this person to portray whatever the character is but and we don't want to fake it we want to be true and genuine and respectful and how long does that take i think unfortunately that kind of change at all of those levels right it'll take a while longer but i think we are making strides if you even look at the show pose the ryan murphy show he hired actual uh transgender writers people actors whatever to crew there was such a high percentage of transgender people on that set we need and i just i'm so proud that i've made it through this year so grateful for anyone who listens who's been here 
on a journey since day one and has put up with my chaotic brain and where I talk about everything under the sun. <laughs> but yes, Abbott Elementary had the phenomenal the incredible, the incredible actress Raja P. Henson, who played her mom, who played, yes, who played Janine's mom in it. Honestly, the friendship between Barbara, work mom, and Janine, it just made my heart so warm and how much she was willing to go to bat for Janine with the situations with her mom. You start to learn a lot more and I just, I cannot get over how wholesome and how hilarious everyone is so great with each other. Everyone gels. The comedic timing is just all there. And I, I would love to see this go on for another 10 years. I don't think it will, but hopefully it gets to at least six or seven seasons. And it's just, ugh, I just love it so much. I think it's great because it's also based off of a real show, situation, school. And again, the reason that I still talk and gush so much about this is that, you know, you start to realize why Janine's a little bit needier than she seemed before or why she has this kind of, you know, like gear towards uh, Barbara and how she needs to, you know, feel the stability that she never had. And that's why she's so in touch with her students and you know, she based the character off of, you know, the actual teacher there, but also a part of Shuli because of her mom being a teacher. And it's just so great to watch and see, you know, how much these characters can evolve when it's so many, but you see, you know, in, in a 30 minute span, but it's just... It's just so well done, and I wanted to commend that show for everything. So, yeah. Um, this has been Gen Z Gab. Thank you for listening, and thank you. What a wild year it's been. I cannot believe we've made it this far. And by we, yes, I'm talking about me. I cannot, but the whole world, whatever. Thank you so much for being a part of this, for anyone that listens. And yes, we're doing a tick, tick, boom, 30, 90 feeling right now. So yeah, anyway, it's been one hell of a year. It is happy birthday. Yes, I should have probably brought a birthday candle to blow out, but you know what? I'm gluten-free, so I can't really do that. <laughs> anyway, this has been the 50th episode of Gen Z Gab, and we will see you soon. Oh, 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 oh,